welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How are you doing? How are you doing? How's it going? Uh, I just said, how are you doing in a very weird way, but it is what it is, man. Sometimes you fuck up. Sometimes you say a sentence weird and you just got to like, roll with it. How you doing? How's it going? Hope you're doing good. Hope everything's fine with you. I still got a little bit of a cough. If you listened last week, I was talking about how I have a cough that is not the dreaded, awful fucking illness that people are afraid of in this current time. Uh, but regardless, if you have a cough during these times, you're fucked, dude. If a doctor tells you, like they told me, oh, yeah, your test came back negative. You don't have COVID. You look at the doctor and you go, all right, well, then can you come everywhere with me and let people know that? Because no one's going to believe me. If you go, oh, I got checked and I, I don't have it. The person looks at you and goes, yeah, but why should I fucking believe you? <laughs> You're coughing enough where I just don't believe anything you say. Okay, you have it. I'm somebody with a cough right now who doesn't have COVID and I even don't believe other people who have a cough and say that it's not COVID. Do you know what I'm saying? There was a guy the other night who was coughing a shit ton and he was talking about how he's vaxxed and it's just a cough and I was like, yeah, right, dude. <laughs> even though I'm someone with a cough in the same boat with a cough who's like, it's not that. I'm I'm still looking at this guy and going, yeah, well, I wasn't with you when you got checked, so you're a fucking liar, dude. I I can't I can't expect anyone I can't expect people to give me the uh, the oh, I can't expect people to believe me when I don't believe other people about the same fucking scenario, you know. So anyway, but the cough has dissipated. <coughs> Excuse me. Has it though? Every time I say, oh, the cough is basically gone. It comes back up into my throat and I have to cough immediately. It's almost like my body's telling me to shut the fuck up and just let it ride out. Don't talk about it being gone because, hey, motherfucker, it's still here. It's as if my body's trying to communicate that to me. Anyway, the cough is pretty much good. I feel great. Um, my sister-in-law sent me something. Maybe I could pull it up. She sent me something because I was talking about allergies last week and how I was just using that. I just was using that as an excuse for me not being sick. That that's something that I learned from my dad. Uh, is that when you don't want to be sick, you just say it's allergies instead of accepting your illness. And then. And then I thought that's what it was. I thought I was like full of shit. But then my sister-in-law messaged me and she sent me this. She sent me a screenshot that said, uh, male trees are wreaking havoc in a prolonged crippling allergy season. Pollen counts are spiked by botanical sexism in cities where male trees are preferred horticulturist tom ogren tells axios go horticulturist see now i'm not in, i'm i'm inclined to disbelieve this because 
the title of this dude, his work title is a horticulturist, and that that just doesn't sound like a legitimate thing. That just sounds like a bullshit job. Horticulturist sounds like something when you're unemployed and someone goes, what do you do for a living? And you're like, make up something interesting. I'm a horticulturist. And the person who hears the lie goes, that's not real, but I'm going to pretend like it is because I don't want to make it awkward. Oh, you're a horticulturist. That's interesting. What does that do? And the guy's like, uh, we study uh, male plants. <laughs> that sounds severely made up. You can't tell me that's not made up. You can't tell me that doesn't sound like bullshit. Yeah, what do you do for a living? I'm a hotabodaboost. You might as well say, I'm a Hada Buddha boost. I'm a Hada Buddha bast. What's that? It's like a horticulturist. Did you say a different word there? I don't even know, dude. But male plants are wreaking havoc, dude. <laughs> so apparently, apparently plants are being sexist. Who would have thought, dude? It's 2021. That's what happens. Society, as society gets less sexist, it gets transferred over to plants, dude. Or maybe pl plants were always sexist. Damn, you can't escape misogyny. Even in the plant world, they're fuck they're fucking men are dominating in a fucked up way, dude. That's proof that's proof right there that when men dominate, they destroy things. <laughs> There's too many male plants and it's fucking up people's throats, dude. There's too many male p plants and it's wreaking havoc on people's uh immune systems their allergies are fucked damn dude that's interesting that's interesting that male plants have the same bloodlust as human being men <laughs> as male humans right i feel like men like to fuck things up i don't think that's a crazy thing to say i don't think that's a thing that people would even disagree with i feel like you know men like to bash things right i certainly do or at least I have the thought to do it. So it's interesting that male plants follow suit where they're also like, yeah, let's fuck up people's throats, dude. That's what happens, dude. Too many men get together, a fight starts. Too many male plants get together, they fuck up everyone's eyes and noses. Everyone gets a runny nose and a horrible cough that isn't COVID, but everyone thinks it is. You know what I'm saying? Anyway the fuck am i talking about the billy eilish album came out that's what i wanted to talk about the billy eilish album came out i completely forgot about it until i saw on instagram someone was listening to it and they're like oh damn this album's good and i was like oh shit let me listen to this song or let me listen to this album rather so i start listening to it and it's good dude it's a very good album i think it's better than her first album her first album was good did it deserve all those awards I don't know. It's a weird thing, man. It's a awards are a weird fucking thing because oftentimes the people who get the people who get their due get it at the wrong time. So Billie Eilish is a fucking new artist and she won album of the year and she won all of these things. By the way, when that happened, she she like broke a record for most I think most Grammys, like most Grammys in one night for a female artist or something like that. And I was saying as I was watching, I was like, this seems crazy. It seems like this doesn't usually happen. And then my friend was like, nah, it's happened before. The person I was watching with was like, nah, dude, this is normal. And then at the end of the night, they were like, she broke a fucking record. And I was like, oh, dude, it's not normal, huh? 
How about it's exactly as I said, dude? He was doing that. You ever bring something up that's clearly what it is, and then the person you're with goes, nah, that's not what it is. For no reason. For no reason other than wanting to make you feel like you're wrong. And then you're like, what the fuck, dude? When you're right, you're like, dude, why did you... Why... Why even doubt me on that? Why even say... And then I was like, how how many, like, do you watch the Grammys every year? He's like, not really. I haven't watched the Grammys in a while. I was like, so then what do you, why, why are you arguing with me on that fact? It's not like you have an encyclopedic, encyclo- encyclopedic. Dude, I fucking reach for words that I can't say. I don't know why I do that. I should just stick to words that are easy to pronounce. Especially when I'm doing a solo podcast. I'm I'm pulling encyc- encyclopedic. I can barely fucking say it. Anyway, if you don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of the Grammys, don't argue with me about her breaking history, making history, breaking records and making history. Don't argue with me unless you have the records memorized. Especially when I am then right at the end, you motherfucker. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Am I holding a grudge? Absolutely not. Does it seem like it? Yeah, but I'm not. Anyway, Billie Eilish's new albums came out. And honestly, I like this album better than the last one. I think it's more mature. It's more uh, personal, I feel. Um, and I th- I just think the f- songs uh, are deeper and more interesting. And they sound fucking incredible it might just be an album that's more suited towards my taste i don't know i did like the first album a lot though but this one just feels there's there's no there's no song with the office sampled on it on this album you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know what i'm saying like that first album was good but then there was a song where the office was sampled on it and i was like yeah this song i don't know about that i don't know about that one that's like fun to hear once and then you're like, oh, that's funny. She sampled Kevin. And then and then after when you hear it a second time, you're like, I just wish The Office wasn't in this fucking song at all. Anyway, but Bad Guy's a banger, dude. What I'm saying is I think that this album deserves the awards that maybe that first one got, but it's all good. She got the awards. It's great. This album will probably win a bunch of other awards. She's fucking killing it, dude. But her first song on the album, on this new one, is called Getting Older. And I connected with it immediately. It's like it's got this nice chorus where she's just like, I'm getting older. That's like the first words in the song. I'm getting older. And the, a bunch of other things are said, but like, that's the main sentiment. I'm getting older. Life's changing as you're getting older. And I was connecting with it on a deep level. I was like, yeah, man, that's how I feel all the time. I, I, I'm, I'm really connecting and feeling this song. But then I start to remember like, you know, I'm 28 and she's 19. <laughs> so... I'm connecting with this song and I'm like, damn, dude, she's killing it. I'm connecting with this. She's writing a song that's touching my soul. But at the same time, I'm like, you're not getting older, though, dude. I'm 28. You're 19. I'm getting older. You're fucking fine, dude. You're not even close to getting older. You're not even at the you're not even 20 yet, dude. It's outrageous. When a 19 year old says I'm I'm old, I feel old. You want to fucking kill them. You want to fucking toss them off a cliff. Are you out of your mind, dude? You're not even 20 yet. You're still in your teens. 
technically. I mean, you're not in your teens because it's not third. No, you are in your teens. 19, dude. You're still in your fucking teens. 18, 17. If you're in your teens and you're writing a song called Getting Older, you're incorrect about that information. <laughs> but it's a hard thing to say because at the same time, I'm like, well, you are. I mean, you seem old. You know? Like, this song seems like a, a person my age or older writing it, you know? she's She has an old soul, as they say, I guess. I mean, she, she is just able to create music for an older audience, even though she's so young, and I don't know how she does it. Actually, I do know how she does it. Fame, dude. <laughs> that's how fucking awful and... and, and that's that that's how heavy fame is that you're 19 years old and you start your second album with I'm getting older. <laughs> I'm not old at all, but I'm getting older. That's how fucking painful and heavy and depressing and awful fame and just being just being in the eye of the public constantly that's how terrible and shitty it is that it makes you feel like you're old as fuck at 19 damn that's cool man we have a cool society <laughs> we have a sick we have an awesome culture don't we that's a dope culture when you could be 19 years old with your second fucking album your second album that's more personal and better than the first, and the first thing you hear is, I'm getting older. And the person listening to it is like, aren't you 19? That's dope, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Mac Mac Miller, his album also. That fucking line he says in the in Good News. Um, in the album Circles, he's got that song Good News that was the single that dropped for that album and it depressed the fuck out of everybody. It made fucking Fantano ball his eyes out. It made a fucking beautiful meme from Fantano. It made us all realize that Fantano has an actual heart. <laughs> Before Fantano heard Good News, all of us were not sure if he had a heart. And then we saw that and we're like, damn, dude, this guy's got, not only does this guy got a heart, but he's got a fucking soul. And it's breaking at this song, as it should. It's a powerful, fucked up song. In a in the best way possible. But there's a line in that where he's like, uh, uh fuck. Or is it that song? There no, it's not that song. What the fuck am I talking about? It's not that song. It's a different song on the album. But the line is something about uh How can I feel so young? Or how can I feel so old when I'm so young? Something like that. Let me look up the fucking lyric. Damn, dude. I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up on this podcast. I gotta make a detour looking up a lyric? Dude, Jamie, look that up. Jamie, look this up right now. Complicated. That's the song. Alright, now I'm gonna fucking Google. <laughs> Dude, already no one listens to this podcast. I can't imagine someone I can't imagine someone keeping this podcast on while I look up lyrics to a Mac Miller song. <laughs> Mac Miller. What the fuck? This this line is so powerful that I can't fucking remember it. It's a really good line. Oh, that's what it is. Well, I'm I'm way too young to be getting old. 
Not as powerful as a line as you probably were expecting, but it is, dude. I'm way too young to be getting so old. And that's, I mean, and he died. He fucking overdosed. Some would say suicide. I mean, you listen to that album and you're like, he definitely was, uh, he definitely was overusing for a reason, you know? He definitely was not feeling good, and I'm sure his his drug use was mirroring how he felt. So, it just makes... It, basically, what I'm saying is, Billy, I, I hope you're okay. <laughs> I watch those Vanity Fair things she does every year, too. And every year, it's just like... I don't know, man. She's like, yeah, dude, shit's getting tougher. <laughs> also, this album... I'm sure it's intentional, but the album is called Happier Than Ever. But she's, it, all of the songs are very sad. <laughs> They're so fucking sad. Not as sad as Circles was. Circles is Circles is an album that you listen back to and and it, it's like a post-mortem on someone's suicide. It's fucking crazy to listen to. Because you're just like, damn, dude, he was so fucking lost. Imagine a friend of mine killed himself years ago and it'd be like if I, I read a book that he wrote that we found after the fact. And then he was just laying out all of his feelings and we're like, God damn it, dude. How did we not see? How did we not help you? That's what it feels like with the Mac Miller thing. It's like, damn, these songs are so fucking blatantly, I need help, man. I'm in a bad spot. And you connect with those songs and then you start to think about yourself. It, am I, is that, should I not be connecting with these? <laughs> I like the type of music that, uh, it, you question your, your mentals, you, you question your mental stability, um, when you connect with it. Do you know what I'm saying? I like the type of music where when, when somebody else hears it, they go, are you okay? <laughs> I go, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And they're like, cause this song is about killing yourself. <laughs> And you've listened to it for fucking five times in a row. And we're at a party, dude. So what's up with you? I can't. I can't control the aux cord in any, at any party, at any event. When someone's like, throw on a song, I go, I'd rather not. I go, you, you, just, you do it, man. I see, you're the type of guy who in your phone has, it has a party playlist, right? There's a playlist that literally says party. And in my phone, I have a playlist that literally says more sad shit. That's, that's literally a playlist of my Spotify playlist. More sad shit. Which means I already have other playlists with sad as fuck songs. So much so that I had a, a new playlist called more sad shit. <laughs> the, the playlist that's going to come after more sad shit is depressing dumb cunt. Referring to myself, obviously. But yeah, the album's good, man. Billy's killing it. She really is. I can't imagine being that fucking famous. I can't imagine her life. I can't even imagine people's lives who aren't living, who are living normal lives. Like I see Billie Eilish, I go, I can't, I can't fathom what the fuck her life is at all. You think that's good or bad? I don't know. 
on the one hand, you go, well, fuck it. She's rich. She's famous. She never has to worry about money ever. Not even not worry about money, but she never has to worry about any, like, she never has to worry about not having anything for the rest of her life. She could stop now, save the money she's made, and just be fine. But you also think, like, she didn't really have a childhood. But I guess she's doing what she loves, right? So, if you're doing what you love, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> but if she really, if she truly liked loves making music, then I guess she didn't. Her childhood was well spent. You know. But fame, I don't know. The odd. I mean, every time she changes her clothes, people go, "What? What's going on, dude?" Every time she changes her clothes, it's a fucking. It's a frenzy. It's a field day. Everyone's got to talk about it. It just it just seems like a life that no one would want. You know, it seems like it seems like the part of fame that you don't shouldn't should not be a part of it. I don't know. But I guess that's just I guess that's just the world balances itself out. If you're going to be super famous and, and, and have a shit ton of money and, and live out your dreams, I guess you're going to have that awful shit just to counterbalance it. I don't know. It'd be dope if you could be famous and without any of the bad shit. <laughs> That'd be tight, dude. It'd be awesome if you could just turn it on and off, fame. You know? You can go to a bar alone. No one knows who the fuck you are. But then if you're like, you know what? I actually want people to start looking at me right now. You can flip the switch and then people are like, oh shit. Did, are you, did you write Getting Older? <laughs> Dude, she had another song on that album. She released a couple singles for that album. I don't know if I talked about it in the podcast. But she has another song on there called Lost Cause. And it's a good song and I like it a lot. Uh, and it's very, I mean, to be honest with you, listen... People criticize Billie Eilish's music because, you know, she sings very low and she's got like, you know, choruses that are kind of similar. I mean, now that I'm thinking about getting older and lost cause, they do have a similar like, I like her hooks, man. You were lost cause and I made it down, down, down. I like it. I'm hooked, dude. I'm getting older. All she needs is three solid words and I'm into it. Two to three words. I'm getting older. That's three. Lost cause. You're a lost cause. Three words, dude. If she if she whispers three words in a chorus, I'm probably into it. That's my preferred way for people to sing. I don't want people belting shit out. Belting things out never sounds good to me. Anyway, she's got this song, Lost Cause, and I'm jamming to it, and I like it a lot. And she's like, you're nothing but a lost cause, uh... But then she gets to a point in the song where she's like, you ain't got no job. And I was like, all right, dude, chill out. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> Give him a fucking break, dude. Okay. You ain't got no job. All right, Billy. Give him a fucking break. Calm down, dude. In the time of fucking COVID where a lot of people are unemployed, you're going to fucking talk about people not having jobs. Chill out, dude. Right. When's the last time you were on Indeed, Billy? Come on, dude. It's hard to get a job out here, bro. It's fucking tough, dude. He's trying. All right? Insult him. The rest of the stuff you were insulting him for, he's a fucking... He's an idiot. He doesn't fucking... You know? He's not there. He's boring. 
Fuck him. I agree. Fuck that guy. But when it comes to the job, just let him fucking look for one, dude. Give him a give him a shot. All right. Give him a year, dude. He's got to figure it out. <laughs> fucking people are not responding to emails, dude. I swear. I've been in the. I've been in that boat. Okay. Give him a fucking break. Also, Billy. I don't. I mean, I just don't know if she's allowed to. I don't know if she's allowed to be like, you ain't got no job. It's like, well, you, I mean, you're a musician. I mean, you're living your dreams. It's hard. It's hard. Like, that's kind of rude. <laughs> right? I don't know. It's kind of rude for her to be like, you ain't got no job. And the dude's just like, what the fuck, dude? You tour all the time with your brother and you fucking make hit records. What? A, I mean, I don't know if I call that a job. You're living your dream, dude. The fucking, let me try and get a job at Target, dude. Give me a second. You know, also that song made me think like what job would be cool. It'd be so funny if she does a follow up song where she's like, now you got a job, but it's not impressive to me. (laughs) You got a job now, but you're flipping fucking burgers. You ain't a musician. You ain't living your dreams at 18. And he's like, yeah, no one is, dude. You're a fucking rare case. Give me a break. <laughs> that must be weird dating. I would just date. I mean, I would date bum ass dudes if I was there. Why not? <laughs> what the fuck not? I mean, everyone's a bum ass dude compared to her, right? She's killing it. She's killing it so fucking hard. She has so much fucking money. I don't know. If you're if you're that rich, why not just date someone with no job? You know what I'm saying? I don't fucking know. I guess because that means they're they're sedentary and they don't, you know, they got no ambition and that can be unattractive. I don't know. Also, it made me think like, what if she's dating another musician, but he doesn't make money off the music, but since he's dating her, he can, you know, she's paying for things. So he's living off that, but he is like doing gigs a lot. He just doesn't make money off of it. And he's not as popular. Like, would that be, he has no job to her. Like at what point do you not have a job in the eyes of this song? (laughs) At what point? You got no job, but you are going out and and playing gigs. So I kind of respect that, but still you're not making money. So if I could get a side hustle. (laughs) Damn, dude. I should be featured on the next Billie album. Billie Eilish featuring some stupid fuck. And I could be the voice where she's like, you ain't got no job. And I could be like, give me a break, Billy." Chill the fuck out, dude. (laughs) All right, that was the timer uh, for the first part. I'll see you guys in the next part. All right. I'm back. Uh, You guys wouldn't know this unless I bring it up, which I am bringing up right now. I just recorded the second half hour of this whole podcast, uh, and my computer crapped the fuck out. Because I decided instead of, you know, there's not a lot of space on my laptop. Instead of recording it onto my laptop, I recorded it onto my hard drive. And for whatever reason, the hard drive fucking crapped out. Oh, cool, dude. That's fucking sick, dude. 
technical difficulties making me lose an entire half hour of the podcast? That's fucking amazing, dude. That's the coolest thing I ever heard in my fucking life. I'm stoked. I'm so excited about that. Anyway. I guess I'll just re-talk about the shit fucking I was talking about. <laughs> anyway, I've been fucking up my face, okay? So I've been doing skincare. This is going to be weird just to talk about the same subjects again. But they were, I, I fucking, they're what I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to just do it again. Fuck it. Hope maybe it'll be more streamlined and I'll say it better. Because the fucking, nothing's like uh, the second time, dude. Second times the charm is what they say. No, it's not. Third time. But what are you going to do? Anyway, my skin. I've been doing an acne cream for the first time in my life. And... I, I've talked about this before on the podcast where, you know, I read online. I, I feel like the acne cream has been fucking up my face more. I feel like I have more acne than I ever have. Um, and then I read online like, oh, yeah, you're supposed like you will when you start a new product, you will break out more, but then it'll subside and it'll get rid of all of it, which is like it sounds like snake oil to me. It sounds like fucking dog shit. It sounds not true at all in any way, shape or form. When you tell me, oh, yeah, this skin cream that's supposed to get rid of your acne is going to give you more of it, but then it'll all go away. I'm looking at you going, hey, man, do you travel on a wagon from town to town? Are you wearing a top hat? Is your name fucking Mr. Uh, Dickinson or whatever his fucking name is? Are you in Red Dead Redemption, dude? Are you Mr. Dickinson from Red Dead Redemption? That's not his name. I fucking forget his name. Wes Dickinson. That's his name. Are you Wes Dickinson from Red Dead Redemption? Are you trying to fucking get John Marston to trick me into buying your bullshit? Is that what's going on right now? Geology. <laughs> That's the skincare product. Fuck that shit. Anyway, well, I shouldn't say fuck that shit because I'm about to reveal to you how stupid I am. So I've been putting it on my face and thinking, oh, I'm doing this correctly and it's just fucking up my face. But what happened was they gave me a new batch and, and I got the directions for how to use it. And I realized that I had misread the previous directions because the new directions were the same as the previous ones. I just am stupid and illiterate and did not read them correctly. So I've been putting on this face wash as if it's a cream, but really, I mean, I, you would think that I would know in the term face wash that I probably don't just put it on my face and leave it there, but that's what I was doing. So maybe that's why it was fucking up my face. Maybe that's why my face was drying out and felt burnt to a crisp. Maybe it was because I was leaving the just sticky face wash on my face the entire day instead of doing what the directions say and rinse and and putting warm water on it and then using it as a face scrub for 30 seconds <laughs> i'm supposed to use it as a face wash for 30 seconds and then get it off of my fucking face immediately and yet what i was doing for a month straight was just 
putting it on my face for 12 hours a day. I was letting it I was letting the face wash that's supposed to be on my face for 30 seconds sit on my face for 12 fucking hours for 31 days out of the year. <laughs> so I'm going to give this another go. I'm going <laughs> to You should have seen me. I read it and I was like, no, wait, is that true? And I put some warm water on my face and it sud it sudded up immediately and it became foamy like a face wash, like soap. And then I did it for 30 seconds and my face my skin felt better. And I was like, damn, dude, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a moron. I fucked this up severely, dude. What are you gonna do, man? You live and you learn. You live and you learn. There's nothing I can do, you know? There's nothing I can do besides try and do it correctly now. That's all I can do is try and do it correctly. <laughs> I'll give I'll 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 give it another shot. I'll I'll do it at least for another month, I guess. I don't know. I was reading online it said it's it takes 6 to 8 weeks for a product to start having an effect and then Four months for complete clear up of your acne. Such a long time to commit to a product that you aren't sure is working. You know? Someone told me to do something for... I, I, talk, I talked about this on the last podcast. It's just a lot of time to commit into something that you that you... That no one has a guarantee on working. But I guess that's just anything with your body. People tell you, oh, do this for four months and you'll lose all this weight. But then you you realize, oh, I'm not the body type that that works on. That worked for my friend. Keto doesn't work for me, you know? <sighs> anyway, the other story I told in this lost fucking half hour is I had a strange encounter with a dog at a bodega. So I was walking to this bodega that I usually go into. And I was also discussing, in this bodega, I usually get a monster and a chopped cheese. And at this monster was a thing called Black Monster, which has all Russian writing on it. And the can is thinner than a normal monster. And I don't know what the fuck that is. And it tastes different. And I don't know what the fuck that is. It's in a couple of bodegas on my block, but it's not in any of the grocery stores. It's at the bodegas, it replaces the normal green monster. It's not like a different version. It's not like normal green and then black monster. No, it's like this is this. They're like, this is regular monster. Have it. And you're like, it says black monster on it. That's not normal. They're like, dude, what are you racist? Drink this shit. <laughs> and I like the taste of it better. If I'm being honest, I like the can better. It's a slimmer can. I like that, dude. I don't know why I like that, but I do. And I don't, I like the Russian writing, dude. It's weird as fuck. I like to read, I like to drink a drink with Russian writing on it and have people go, Hey man, what the fuck is that shit? It's a fun time. So anyway, I've been getting those Russian monsters. Also, why are they, I want to know how the bodega got them and why they got them. Because I feel like it can't, it couldn't have been cheaper to get these. Also, Someone was like, maybe it's a knockoff monster. I was like, yeah, but it still has the same logo. If it is a knockoff, they're fucking, they're going to get sued. 
And then if it is a knockoff, I can't imagine that ordering a knockoff from Russia is going to be cheaper than ordering the real thing from anywhere in the country, right? There's got to be monster energy plants all over the fucking place in the United States. It can't be more expensive to get it from them than from Russia. But maybe it is. I don't fucking know. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm at a bodega. Now, I'm going to this bodega. And there's there's a, a black dude with a red shirt on. Uh, looking in, look, peering into the bodega, normal looking dude. He had a bag with some, uh, items in it. He probably looked like he had just gone to a different bodega or a different store or something. And he was just like peering into the door. Uh, and I was standing and then I walked up and I waited for, to see if he was going to go in or not. Cause I didn't want to just like barrel tor- past him. And inside, uh, the bodega was a woman with a dog. Now, this was like a classic, you know, very Upper East Side, Upper East Side white woman. The most Upper East Side white woman you've... Picture a woman on the Upper East Side, a white lady on the Upper East Side. That's, this is the woman, you know? She's hot. Uh, She's hot? (laughs) Like, I I guess she's, I I... She's, she's hot in the way that she's hot for people who, who only have sex with white women. Do you know what I'm saying? She's hot for racist white dudes, (laughs) right? To anyone else, you're like, yeah, she's okay. And then you're, I went, I went to, I went to school with so many girls like that. You'd be talking to somebody and they'd be like, dude, that girl's so fucking hot. You'd be like, yeah, she's all right. And be like, nah, dude, she's fucking beautiful. And then five conversations later, the dude's like, yeah, I only, I only, I don't, I don't date any, I, I only date white girls. I don't date anybody but white girls. It's not a racial thing. It's not racist. I just don't fucking date anybody but white girls. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. It's kind of a racial thing. That kind of is exactly a racial thing. That's always a funny thing for someone to say. It's not, it's not a racial thing, but I only date white women. It's like, that's literally a racial thing. That's literally exclusion by race. (laughs) You can't tell people who to fuck though. So that's the gray area where you're like, well, you know, where the person's like, well, I'm not going to, what, you're going to make me fall. I don't want to fall. You know, it's your body, your choice when it comes to sex, of course. But if you tell me that you only date one race of people, I'm going to think you're racist. I'm just, it's going to. I don't know. That's just that's just a it's just such a wild statement. There's so many beautiful people, like fucking gorgeous, fucking beautiful goddamn women of all races. It's like it's I don't know. And then you're telling me that this upper east side white woman is fucking hot? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> With their fucking thin lips, dude? <laughs> Dude, any I don't know. Any dude who 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 points out a woman to me and he's like that girl's hot and she's got like thin lips, I'm like you're out of your fucking mind. What the fuck are we talking about? 
Same with dudes, dude. Anytime someone points at a dude and the dude's got thin lips, I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? What are you going to kiss, bro? What are you, kissing string? What the fuck are you talking about? Hold on a sec. All right, sorry. I clicked on my computer because I just want to make sure that it's not crapping out again. Anyway, so this guy was having trouble... He looks inside looking for something. Then he was having trouble with the door. I have trouble with this door all the time. Don't know if it's a pull or a push. I always fucking forget because it's got a pull on both sides of the door. So he has trouble with the door and then he figures it out and he goes in. And then I'm waiting in the doorway because as soon as he goes in, this dog that this woman has, because this Upper East Side woman has a dog, a big fluffy dog on a leash. She's wearing a baseball cap. She's got tights on and a gray shirt. I think a gray shirt, gray tan shirt. What exactly what you think she was wearing? She was wearing uh, like a tank top. And and she's got her fluffy dog on a leash. And as soon as the dude walks in, the do- the dog starts savagely barking at him, savagely barking at him like a vicious bark that you didn't think capable from this kind of a dog. And the dude immediately goes, shut up. (laughs) Which was honestly, I mean, it's an aggressive move, but it was a funny move. He was just like, yeah, because he got nervous because this dog is just viciously barking at him. He didn't do anything wrong. He just entered the bodega and this dog just fucking. I mean, this dog was being racist as fuck is what happened. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. I was just like, wow, this is weird. This dog is barking a lot at this dude, but I wasn't sure why specifically. I had a hunch, but I was like, well, I don't know for sure. So the dog is barking at him and then he like waves for the dog to come over, which bad move. Like the dog's not going to come over. Like, I don't know why she's not going to like let him come over. Like none of that's, but I get it. He's trying to defuse the situation. He's trying to be a good dude. Anyway, he just decides to like stop engaging and he just turns and goes to the ATM and he's like, I think he's like singing to himself. Like he's trying to like be cool because he feels awkward that this dog just savagely fucking barked at him. So then I walk in and I fully walk in and I walk right past the dog and the dog doesn't bark at me at all, dude. (laughs) And that's when I confirmed. Yeah, I think this dog is racist. This dog is fucking racist. Which means she's racist. Because <laughs> no dog is born racist, dude. No people are born racist. No dog is born racist. That shit's learned, dude. And where does a dog learn it? From its owner. I guarantee you that woman was fucking yelling at the TV one night. She was watching Fox News. I don't know what the fuck. Maybe she was watching some deep internet shit. Some deep, dark, fucked up YouTube stuff. I don't know what she was watching, but there was definitely a black dude on screen and she was getting angry and saying some weird shit. And that dog was like, all right, I get, I'm following what I'm, I'm getting what you're putting down, dude. I'm matching your energy. I get it. You don't like, you don't like these people and neither do I now, dude. (laughs) Your dog in that moment became a white supremacist fuck face. Damn, dude. That pup got turned fucked. That pup got turned into a fucked up piece of shit. Because you couldn't fucking not be racist. Anyway. And and now I'm like, that dog was being racist. This woman's racist. But I'm trying to hold it back. She's getting a... Also, she's getting a chicken quesadilla from a bodega. I don't know. I get quesadillas a lot 
but it just seemed weird. I don't, the whole, but also already I'm like, she's weird. She's racist. So anything she's does in general is going to, you know, compound that. So then, so then she, so then the dude who, uh, is making her sandwich, he fucking, he walks up and he's like, Oh, that was crazy. Oh, your dog was barking. Is your dog, are you all right? Is everything good? The dog. All right. And she goes, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. And then she says, my dog uh, has a good sense of who's not right in the head. <laughs> she said that my dog has a good sense of who's not right in the head. <laughs> and then she laughed like a, like a weird fuck like that. And then I was like, oh, okay, she's definitely racist. <laughs> dude, if that wasn't code for my dog hates black people, and so do I, I don't know what is, dude. That was the most blatant. She might as well have just said, I'm racist, and so is my dog. What are you going to do? I would have had more respect for it. But instead, she said that weird sentence, my dog has a good sense of who's not right in the head. <laughs> And, and me and the guy who owns the bodega or the guy who was behind the counter were both like, what? We both were silent and just like, huh? Because what are you going to do in that scenario? That's all you can do is go, I don't understand what the fuck. That's not. I mean, I do understand. And I would rather not because now you just made it so blatant. Anyway. The uh, black dude ended up leaving the bodega and then I, and then she left and then I left shortly after. And guess what? I fucked up the door. I, cu I couldn't open. I, I, I think I pulled instead of pushed. What are you going to do, dude? See, I did the same fucking mistake and no dog savagely barked at me, viciously barked at me. That poor fucking dog. We got to take that dog away, dude. Damn. Racist dogs. The thing about seeing a racist dog is like. The thing about seeing a racist dog is you just, you're like, if there's a racist dog, there's at least like 12 racist people around. You know what I'm saying? Because there's her who owns the dog, who clearly is the one influencing the dog's beliefs. <laughs> and then she's got friends who feel the same way, probably. Some don't. Some probably do. Some of her friends are probably like, Jesus, what's wrong with you? But some of them are probably like, yeah, dude, right on. And then they probably have dogs. So you, you probably have like 12 fucking racist people and two other racist dogs. It's just, we it's just weird to, you know, see that. And then immediately you're like, oh, damn, you see like a web of racism in your head that live probably on the Upper East Side where like they live in my neighborhood. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that shit get the fuck out of here dude but it's New York City it's progressive nah dude if you think the place you live is fully progressive you're wrong and I, I don't even mean conservative and liberal I mean like progressive you know what I'm saying I think you can be a conservative and not racist <laughs> Right? 
Although I do think that there are, well, I wouldn't say that actually. I was going to say I think there are more conservatives who are racist than liberals, but I don't think that's true. I think, I think you know, I think there's ra- there's racist people. Unfortunately, there's racist people everywhere, and it sucks. Anyway, uh, speaking of that, um, I matched with somebody on Tinder recently. <laughs> And we were talking on the phone. We we're having a good conversation. And the and in the middle of us talking, she just goes, wait, can I ask you something? And I go, sure. And she goes, are you white? <laughs> now, this was a, a, a black woman asking me. Very beautiful, fun person. And uh, I was just like, what? <laughs> like I didn't know what I didn't know what to say it was like it wasn't that like it would have been weirder if it was a white if it was just somebody who also is white it was just like are you white it'd be like what <laughs> but it I don't know it was just weird it was just a weird I've never been asked that it felt like what it might feel like like I've heard a lot of people friends of mine and just other people tell stories about like when somebody is being racist to them where they're, um, you know, like a black friend of mine or an Asian friend of mine being like, uh, somewhat like talk about like a white person being like, yo, where are you, where are you actually from? Even though they're just from the United States, like they're not from somewhere else, but the person will still be like, where are you from? Uh, I don't, I don't know if, if, if her saying, are you white? is the same feeling, but it's in the same family of feelings. I feel like, I feel like it's adjacent. They're adjacent to each other. You know, they're, they hang those, those two feelings hang out with one another. The feeling of someone being like, where are you really from? And then also someone just being like, are you white? (laughs) It's, it's, it's a wild thing to ask somebody. So I just said, uh, yeah. Are you black? (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't do that. I just said, uh, I just said, yeah, I felt like I was supposed to say no. Like my instinct was to be like, nah, um, maybe I should have said that. That could have been funny. Are you white? Yeah. Are you black? And then she just laughed. I think she probably would have left. Um, imagine, imagine if I said that and she was just like, what does that mean? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know what it means, man. You just asked me that. You just asked me almost the same question, dude. I don't, I don't know what it means. What it was, what does it mean that you asked me? Anyway, I start saying, "Oh, I'm Italian." I mean, I'm Italian, because I guess that was the most not white thing I could think of. Because for some, for some reason, when she asked that, I was like, "Am I not supposed to be?" That's really how I felt. Am I not supposed to be right now? I also was like, "Did I say that I wasn't?" I was. It was very. I was just baffled. I was very confused. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm Italian. I'm my dad's Italian. I'm like 50% Italian. My mom is Scottish and Norwegian. I was making it known. Like I'm very Italian (laughs) for whatever reason, (laughs) which some people try and be like, Italian is not white. And it's like, "Ah, it is the, it isn't, it isn't, you know, I mean, it very much is. And if, but it isn't, but it is, but it, you know, white in general is a bullshit identity. It's not like a real fucking 
it's not a real thing, you know? Because people are Scottish, they're Irish, like there's their cultures, you know? It's it's different. The white immigrants know their culture. They know where they're from because they weren't fucking imported here as slaves. The reason why black is an identity is black, and black culture is a thing is because uh, the ancestry of people is, is people who, you know, were born here. Or they, they were, they were born here. They were important, you know, the slave trade, they were forced here. So a lot of people don't know where their roots are. So it's not as simple as, you know, that's why white power is fucking weird. It's because it's like, why are you globbing onto white power? Like pick your, like you have a culture. <laughs> white power is just you being racist, dude. It's weird as fuck. Anyway. Um, And that's also why you see, you know, certain people who are, uh, uh, who, whose families are generations from here, um, will say, you know, I'm black, you know, I'm part of black culture. And then people, and then there will be immigrants who come here who are also, uh, black, but they'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, Nicaraguan or I'm, you know, Egyptian. There's different stuff. Anyway, what the fuck am I, I'm giving you a history lesson. Anyway. So I was just like, oh yeah. I was like, did you think I wasn't white? And she was like, uh, she was like, oh no, I, you just never know. <laughs> and again, I was like, I don't know what this means. I don't know what any of this means. Um, but we ended up, I mean, I wasn't, a, I, I guess I answered, I mean, I guess she wasn't looking for a particular answer. Uh, because we ended up going on a date and having a good time, but it was just a weird fucking question to ask. <laughs> it'd be so funny if she was like oh I don't date white people <laughs> I'm like damn dude you have something in common with the fucking kid I went to high school with <laughs> damn dude you and the dude I went to high school with are fucking more similar than I thought that was weird as hell anyway no we went on a date and it was a uh, nice might have just been a one time thing though but it was a nice time I had a good time um but yeah yeah. I mean, anyway, it was just a weird thing to be said. <laughs> That's it. That's all I really have to say. Not not much else to say. Um, I just thought it was funny and strange. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's it for this podcast this week. Right? I guess. I got 55 seconds left. Oh, I cut my nutsack. I could talk about that. I cut my nutsack, dude. I did. I was trimming my pubes and I was using scissors and I had one beer in my body and my depth perception was off just enough where I snipped my fucking nutsack. And I got to be honest, I was disappointed in myself. I've gone 28 years without ever snipping my nutsack. And I'm sure there are people with a better record than me. I'm sure people are on their deathbed right now being like, I've never fucking snipped my nutsack. Pfft. I'm a professional. But you know what? I did. And sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes that's the sacrifice you make to maintain your body so that another individual doesn't swallow hair. <laughs> Sometimes you cut your nutsack so that, so that somebody else doesn't have to choke on your hair because they're nice enough to go down on you. You know what I'm saying? 
and I'm not talking about a, a clean shave. I would never do that, dude. That's psychotic. Everybody who's ever told me that they fucking razor blade. Some dude told me that they fucking shave their pubes with a razor. They shave it bare. And I'm like, dude, if you put a razor blade on your nutsack, you're not mentally okay, dude. You're mentally unsound. That's a fuck you to God, dude. He gave you balls and a penis and you're being that frivolous with it. Calm down. Get the fucking razor away from your nutsack and use a scissor. And you might pinch and cut yourself a little bit, but that's the price you pay for being courteous to a person who's nice enough to kiss your penis. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Anyway, the timer just went out. The camera's probably about to go out. Uh, Thank you for listening. There's not many people who listen to this thing, but anybody who does, I fucking love you so much. You're dope. Uh, I had a great time, as always. And, uh, yeah, as always... I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake, you don't make any sense. Jake, you're a piece of shit.